This is Puck Here, New Zealand's hockey podcast, with your hosts Logan Swinkles and Joe Jury. The Pittsburgh Penguins have done it again. Back to back Stanley Cup victories. Hey guys, sorry it took so long, but we are Puck Here Podcast. I am your host as always, Logan Swinkles, and my freshly shaven, looking like a young boy again, co-host, Joe Jury. How's it going, dude? I'm good, yeah. Playoffs are over, so I can shave. It took you a while, though. You just sort of just... Were you waiting until the Stanley Cup was won before you uh, got rid of all that facial hair? Yeah, I was... Um, I jumped on the Nashville bandwagon, so I kept the beard until um, Ryan Ellis and... And that we're out, and now it's gone. It's yeah. over. Back to back champs. Yeah. Back to back. I would love to slot in just a little clip of Drake's track there, but you know we'll probably get in a lot of trouble for that. I've already had uh, one. I had one video on Vimeo, and it was like a, um, it was like a practice. Like I, I made it like a commercial for the Toronto Raptors, but like you know it was just like a what they would call a spec commercial, and um, Drake's people reported it, and it got removed. <laughs> What? <clears throat> oh, wait a minute. So you're making a promo video for the team which he supposedly loves so much. And is the global ambassador for. And using the music for. And it got taken down. Yeah. I know. So, and I don't want to piss off Drake. So I, w- I won't slip that in there. I but think he'd forgive you. I'd hope so. Um, anyway, uh, yeah, Pittsburgh Penguins, back-to-back Stanley Cup champions, and the uh, parade has already happened. And is it possibly bigger than last year's parade? I just want to see Phil do a speech. You want to see? <laughs> or I hope... Um, actually, the thing that I want to see... Now, the thing that came out yesterday was rumors that, uh, of course, the NBA Finals are over too. And surprise, surprise, the Golden State Warriors won. Yeah, good one, NBA. You're ruining your own fucking sport. Anyway, um, the rumor came out that uh, when the Golden State Warriors get the invite to go to the White House, they'll turn it down. Yeah, um, which is pretty cool because uh, uh, the Golden State Warriors coach, Steve Kerr, Kerr yeah. is a massive hater of Trump. <laughs> he is, and he's very vocal about it, which is weird for a, a coach of a professional sports league in America to be so vocal um, so it's not surprising they're not going but <laughs> Trump is such an idiot so is it, was it the first time a sports team has not gone to the White House uh, well I mean there's been times where players have chosen yep. not to go if you remember Tim Thomas uh, when he was with the Boston Bruins didn't go um, Tom Brady hasn't been but that's uh, they've put that down to personal reasons like I don't know like family reasons not political reasons uh, and of course it came out same day that the Penguins were um, if they got the invite and uh, t- I think typically they always do um they would take it. But the thing that I really want to see is, you know, Obama, I mean, Obama was, you know, he was a fucking cool dude, right? He is still a cool dude. And he, he riffed on Phil Kessel, uh, so good. (laughs) When, when the penguins visited last year is Trump 
going to do something like that? Is he is he that aware or not? I'm going to guess not. No, he's he's definitely not. I saw a, a great meme. I've just got it up now. So it's a four shot of all the team, the last three NBA teams that have gone to the White House. So it's got San Antonio. It's got Golden State. And then it's got... Um, Cleveland? Cleveland. It's with all Obama holding up the, the shirts. And then it's got 2017. And it's Sean Spicer standing in front of the press, the White House press corps with a big sign saying, the NBA funds ISIS. <laughs> so <laughs> Trump will probably come out with some um, crazy tweet about how the NBA is failing and it's sad. <laughs> sad NBA. The sad Golden State Warriors are not um, real champions, fake news or something like that. I assume Trump probably also doesn't like the NBA because it's full of black dudes. This is highly true. Probably... Mm. In our own opinion. Yeah, in our own opinion, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Although if Trump did come after us, we'd probably get a few more listeners. So, you know, bring it on Trump. I'd love a great Trump, the Puckier podcast, sad, failing podcast. No one, no one listens to these guys. Yeah, these losers. Losers. Um, yeah, so now that the, uh, the hockey season's over, we can talk about the Maple Leafs again. Woo! Just kidding, guys. We actually do have plenty of stuff to talk about that doesn't necessarily involve the Maple Leafs. Um, one being, well, I guess now we're all focusing on the Vegas Golden Knights and the upcoming expansion draft. Yeah, I can't wait. It's um, it's almost like Christmas. All these days, all the speculation. Uh, apparently, there is already a deal in place between Anaheim and Vegas for oh, yeah. the expansion draft, which means that... They are not exposing Kevin Bixer. Yeah, they haven't asked Kevin Bixer to waive, which means Josh Manson would theoretically be exposed, mm. which you'd never do. <laughs> um, so they must have some deal where they're not going to. Vegas won't take Josh Manson and will take someone else. Hmm. Who do you think? Who do you think that could be? Uh, well, hopefully it's not Jakob Silverberg, but it'd be, I think they would have thrown them like a pick or something to then say, don't take him and yeah, take one of our other minor league players. <laughs> Logan Shaw. <laughs> Sam Carrick, maybe who they've, who they've got. Yeah. Logan Did they, Shaw. Didn't Sam, didn't they just re-sign Sam Carrick? Yes, possibly for expansion purposes. Mm, okay. Well, now, because it is, this is the silly season and we're, well, we call it the silly season. And aside from the big bomb that got dropped on the hockey world last year with within 30 minutes of each other, um, we all know what we're talking about there. Um, he hasn't really been too much excitement, but I'm really hoping that this year it is the silliest of silly seasons. You know, we could have a lot going on. Um, just, just going to rattle off uh, what the whole kind of schedule is and, and like the timeline of things. This is all so compacted. Um, of course, I'm going to try to do these uh, in New Zealand time as I go. Uh, so just Tuesday Bean was the deadline for teams to request that a player waive his no movement clause for the purposes of being exposed in the expansion draft. We'll get to that shortly, but uh, one of them that we do want to talk about is old Dion Phaneuf and the Ottawa Senators. Um, and then you've got on Friday is the first, the, the buyout period begins. Um, I already heard that Dan Girardi might be, is probably getting bought out by the Rangers. And there's this really awesome article on the Leafs Nation um, where it says, should the Leafs be interested in Dan Girardi? And it just simply says, no. It's a good article. That's the whole article. 
You couldn't call that clickbait. <laughs> no, and you've um, you have to put some good metadata in there if there's only one word on the article. <laughs> it's pretty fucking good. <laughs> I tweeted it earlier saying this is like the best sports writing I've ever seen. Uh, and then you've got. And this is what I mean. This is how compact it is. The next day, the deadline to place a player on waivers before the expansion draft uh, roster freeze. Uh, And then, okay, also same day deadline for the players to waive their no movement clause for the purposes of being exposed. Um, So that's, you know, that's the whole period. It's been like Tuesday to Saturday. That's the whole NMC period. And then the Sunday... Uh, the expansion draft trade waiver and signing freeze begins for all teams besides the Golden Knights. Uh, same day, all teams simultaneously submit their expansion draft protection lists to the NHL. And then the following day, protection lists are approved and distributed to teams and the NHL PA. Also the same day, Vegas Vegas's exclusive window for free agent negotiations begin. So that's the unrestricted free agents coming yeah, up, Yeah, they can right? talk to any UF. No, um, they're also allowed to, it says here, the Golden Knights will be allowed to have the first shot at any pending UFA or RFA as long as that player is not protected. Oh. So that opens the window quite a bit more. It does. Um, and the purpose of that, um, it allows them to get the sense of whether or not they'll be able to sign a free agent. And of course... If that's the case, if they sign a, is a RFA um, from a team, then they don't take anyone from that team in the expansion draft. That's right. Yeah. So maybe that's the deal that Anaheim have made. Maybe. You sign one of our free agents coming up and you don't take anyone in a expansion draft and we flick you a third round pick. So come Monday New Zealand time, could be a very, very big news day for uh, hockey. And then you've got uh, Thursday, June twenty second. The um, the Golden Knights submit their their expansion draft selections to the league in the NHLPA. Uh, same day, during the NHL awards show in Vegas, the league will announce the uh, Golden Knights selections. Now the show is being um, it's going to be on NBCSN and Sportsnet. So can't imagine it's going to be on tv in new zealand here it won't be i doubt it'll be streamed on nhl tv but we may get lucky um but i guess we we have to find out when find out i used to have the sports net now um thing which was basically like their on well their live streaming service and of course it's only available um to canada residents but i was able to trick it now i can't get it anymore i'm really gutted (laughs) I was wondering how you did that. So did you, because you would always say you're watching the Sportsnet feed and I was like, how is he of the draft and things? I was like, how are you doing that? That was, yeah, that was Sportsnet now. Oh. Um, but I need to figure my way around that again because, yeah, I I don't normally actually care about watching the NHL awards, but this year is totally different. Yeah, well, so, well it's, a, it's a game changer really with the, um, with the expansion draft and I just, yeah, the awards really suck. Typically. <laughs> Typically. But this is going to make it even more and more exciting. And you just want to know, because basically they'll pick their team and then I'll, like 80% of those players, I don't think, will even play for Vegas. They'll just be used to make, other make their team, which makes it even more interesting. <laughs> uh, and then... The following day, after the day after the NHL awards, the expansion draft roster freeze ends. 
So that's when all the trading and stuff can can begin. Uh, and then the following day, Saturday, uh, June 24th, again, not to confuse our international listeners, this is all in um, New Zealand time. So just take a day off um, if you're uh, listening in America or wherever. Um, that's when the NHL draft begins. So, and then of course, as we all know, start of July, that's when the NHL free agency starts. So, very, very busy next couple of weeks in the uh, hockey season or off season. That's going to be a great weekend that weekend, that uh, 23rd, 24th. Do you have anything on? Uh, I think the stupid All Blacks are playing. Ah, mm. See, fucking Which the, is the really Lions annoying. tour is really getting in the way of our little hockey podcast here. It is. Should have um, just told them not to come. I know. They're going to get beaten anyway, so <laughs> it's, might as well just go home. It's ha- it has looked pretty depressing so far, but the thing is, is that um, I guess with our jobs that we kind of have to show some interest and, you know, um, do stuff around it and not necessarily care about it. But, you know, um, that's why this podcast, typically we try to put them out, what, like on a Tuesday, this one's not coming out until Thursday. So we really appreciate, uh, you guys patience and, you know, not hassling us too much asking where the next episode is, but here it is. You're listening to it right now. Um, one thing I, I really want to get to is, you talked about awards. Uh, now, of course, Sidney Crosby got the Con Smythe Award for the playoffs MVP. Back to back. Back to back. Do you think it should have gone to someone else? Yeah, no, I th- no. And the only other option I would have thought would have been Malkin. Well, see, I think Malkin should have got it. Right. Um, now, you, you hear, you just imagine, okay, you're one of those hockey writers putting in those ballots, right? You have this list of names. Now, I've heard that there apparently Eric Carlson got a single vote. vote. Yeah. Yeah. Didn't even get into the finals. That's pretty awesome. I think that may have come from Ottawa. I mean, maybe, but (laughs) still. Um, Yeah, the the thing is, is like you've got that ballot there. You've got it in front of you. You might have a list of names. Now, you've got Sidney Crosby. You might have Malkin. You might have Matt Murray. You might have Phil Kessel. You might have P.K. Subban. You know, you might have Pekka Rene. Jake Gensel. Jake Gensel. And you look at it and you're just like, how do I not pick Crosby? Yeah. Played less games than Malkin. Um, I would say was more dominant in the games doing more things whereas Malcolm was just kind of scoring goals but are the is the NHL and the like the um, you know NHL writers are they just too scared to not pick Crosby like you know do they think there'll be like a backlash if they don't give the you know the MVP award to the you know supposed MVP yeah to the MVP supposed greatest player in the world maybe Mario Lemieux was like Hank standing over them going, you pick, you pick, you pick what I tell you, boy, you pick, <laughs> you pick Sydney. It was like last year, Phil should have won it and Crosby won it last year. I think his playoffs this year were better than last year. Crosby? So, yeah. I think so too. Like Crosby, like don't get me wrong, has had an amazing year and I guarantee he cleans up at the NHL awards. MVP? Yeah. Or you, root, you think he's going to beat Connor? I don't think... I don't think they're at that. I don't think we're at that stage yet where Connor overtakes uh, Crosby. It's a we're close. I think it's next season. So from being the shittest team 
Well, it's second shittest team. You know what? Actually, fuck you. Austin Matthews gets everything. <laughs> <laughs> how how angry will you be when Austin Matthews doesn't win Rookie of the Year? <laughs> Please. When it's Patrick Laine. Patrick Laine is not winning Rookie of the Year. Getting up on the stage and he does like a weird Buffalo Bill kind of dance. <laughs> it's just not happening. Doing a mangina. <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, I I think there's a valid argument for Connor winning the MVP, though. I mean, I, Edmonton was shit, second to last. I now mean, yeah, when you look at the, his points production versus you know the rest of his team, that's a that's a valid argument. But I just, I mean, Crosby was just so dominant this season. Um, this is kind of maybe taken away from my argument about not giving him the playoffs MVP, but I'm talking about regular season here. Um, I still, yeah, I definitely think Malkin should have got it this year. You couldn't, I, I think you would be hard pressed to give it to Matt Murray this year because the time was split with Fleury. Yeah. He, he, he could have been, if they did an MVP of the finals, hmm. you'd probably say Matt Murray. Yeah. That's interesting. Eh? Cause like, I mean, all the other um, pro leagues. So like, you know, NBA finals, it's NBA Finals MVP, not NBA Playoffs MVP. Mm. So, I don't. I kind of think that maybe I know. Typically, the Conn Smythe is just given to the Finals MVP, but that's not what it's called. So technically, you know, as Eric Carlson got a vote, so someone who wasn't playing in the Finals <laughs> could could win it. It probably, you know, has it ever happened? I doubt it. But I don't. I don't think so. Um, I just, yeah, I think maybe let's. Let's change it. I think they should change the kind of, I guess, the criteria around the um, around who's like eligible to win the Smythe. But yeah, uh, Crosby. Uh, I mean, yeah, he deserves it. But I, I just think that there were other players that deserved it more. I mean, was Malkin not the leading point scorer? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, he beat, he beat Crosby by one point. Yeah, and I mean, it would have been a hell of a shock if Jake Gensel got it. But, you know, could you just imagine that? Like, the storyline, the kid gets it. I don't think he should have got it. No, well... Based on, like, he wasn't... He was scratched for games. (laughs) He just kind of got the puck and from Crosby doing all the work and... That's the thing. I mean, that's my argument there is that without Crosby, I don't think Gensel is getting all those goals. He's the new... Chris Kunitz. <laughs> I'm gonna. How miss- crazy is it that Chris Kunitz has won four Stanley Cups? I'm okay. I am. I. It's gonna be a sad day when Chris Kunitz retires. I'm gonna miss that dude. He's just. He's just such a good guy. He's a great Anaheim Duck as well. Yeah, Stanley Cup winner. So he's won three, three with the Penguins, and he won with the Ducks. That's just awesome guy. And of course, you know, he's won goals with Canada as well at the Olympics. Um. He's just one of those guys that you just, you know, I think it'd be hard to hate, you know, even if you're rooting against him. I mean, he's, you know, we're not talking about, uh, shit. Who's that guy in the Capitals? I don't like Tom Wilson. That's the one. <laughs> See, Capitals completely out of my mind for a while. Um, now one thing with, uh, obviously let's, let's get back to the, uh, expansion draft talk and this being the week of the, uh, no movement clause. Now, of course, um, there's been a lot of rumors flying around because they can't actually, well, they can't announce the details of it. Uh, but as we mentioned, uh, so Anaheim, uh, looks like Kevin Bex's NMC is going to stay intact. They haven't asked him to waive it. And no, haven't. 
and his agent isn't commenting so that, that's interesting um of course the ducks have a massive pile of young defensemen that they somehow have to try and keep them all um skipping the ranges uh because we mentioned um dan gerardi is probably going to get bought out ottawa senators dion Phaneuf. um and and not so we're expected that dion is not going to waive his nmc that is the rumored speculation yes you're a dick dion like straight up you're a dick i have a different opinion on this right well i'm just gonna say okay i'll say my opinion and then i want i want to hear yours so because because of this now it's if he doesn't waive his no movement clause one you're not really being a team player here are you you've been quite selfish here for enough now we said on the podcast ages ago we that, did pick this well yeah that uh vegas would be an awesome fit for dion uh, he could come in and be the captain again. I, I wonder if he misses being a captain or if he's actually enjoying, um, you know, sort of having a less, you know, less responsibilities in the team and just, you know, being a role player rather than a leader. But of course, Vega's been so close to Hollywood. Um, it's great for his wife, uh, which you may remember from certain movies as the, as the girl next door. Old school. Old well. school. Uh, great classic. Um, TV show 24. <laughs> yep i never watched 24 and now it just it puts the senators in in a bit of a bind here because uh it's if they go the route of protecting seven forwards three defensemen and of course one goal no is it eight no eight forwards sorry um, seven, no seven forwards seven forwards seven forwards one defense uh one goalie three defensemen or four four or no eight Eight total. Yeah, eight total. Eight total skaters, yeah. Which is weird. Why would you... Okay, there's another thing I want to talk about is the difference between the two and why would you pick each? Now, because of that, let's, let's imagine the Senators are going the route of only defending three defensemen. Um, so, that's... it's The rumors are that the Senators want to protect Cody Ceci, Mark Mathot, and Eric Carlson, obviously. I definitely keep Cody CC, and now I think there's this debate on whether, um, well, if Dion doesn't waive his no movement clause, does that? I think that exposes Mark Mathon. And again, as I said, Dick moved Dion, go to Vegas. What was your um, sort of opinion on this? Uh, it's his right to do whatever he wants. <laughs> he signed. Well, the Leafs gave him that no move contract, so <laughs> he can do whatever he he wants. He's already spent five years on an expansion team in Toronto. So I don't think he wants to go to another one. There was, he's finally in the playoffs and a good team again. So I don't think he wants to go to another shit team. That was a, uh, it's a terrible contract. Yeah. Good one. Dave Nonis. I know there was one of the last, um, like leaving impressions by the Dave Nonis area of the, the Leafs management. But and yeah, it, you know Ottawa knew that this expansion was coming. They knew that Dion had a no movement clause. They can't. You can't say that it was unexpected. You had to factor in that he might not waive. Um, and it's his right. There's someone cutting concrete outside. Yeah, uh, <laughs> you know what that means. Um, my building is getting fiber. Finally, after years and years of you waiting, I think we'll just play through it. It's going to be going. So if you now hear grinding in the background that's what it is <laughs> um and so i mean it's one of those weird situations where teams will hate on a player for wanting to stay with them 
yeah. not wanting to be traded. Um, and you can complain a lot. It's going to probably cost Mark Mathot unless Ottawa make a deal with Vegas to keep not have Mark Mathot get taken. Um, so it's up to them now. I mean, you can't. You can hate on Dion. It's a. I don't. I don't hate on him. <laughs> I've come around on Dion. Okay. I guess. I guess it coming, is his right. Yes, it is. But I guess coming from well, just that year in Toronto shaded me. Well, imagine this. Imagine if this was in Toronto, and he got asked to waive his no trade clause, no movement clause, and he went, "Nah, I'm not going to do it. It's my right." Blah blah blah. And then the Leafs had to lose. Uh, like Kasperi Kapanen or something. Imagine I'd, I'd be so people would be burning furious. down everything. They'd almost probably be a Simpsons mob going to wherever he lives <laughs> in Toronto and trying to kill him. <laughs> He'd probably just go and hide away in this little spot on Prince Edward Island. Now, um, one bit of news that came out uh, about the NMCs this week is that the Penguins asked Mark Andre Fleury to waive his way back in February. But only for Vegas. Only for Vegas. Only for Vegas. Mm. He may not end up in Vegas, though. Yes. But of course, I mean, he can still, you know, once once that whole period is over, then trade talks can begin as well. So I think some teams are really, uh, you know, crossing their fingers and hoping that Vegas don't pick Marc-Andre Fleury because he'd be a good fit um, and a quick, easy fit for a team that need a goalie. Badly. Yeah, but if you're Vegas, why would you not pick Mark Andre Fleury? Yeah, Mark. Nicest guy in the yeah. game. Marketable star. Great, great goalie to build around. For just the won a Stanley Cup. Kind of three years. Yeah, good marketing. Three time. Your goalie, three time Stanley Cup champion, Mark Andre Fleury. <laughs> and he comes onto the ice doing a cartwheel. Oh, my God. And his gear. <laughs> I do love that uh, Sportsnet's um, season ending montage included that. Had to include it. Um, we'll get to that because I know you really loved it. I've, the CBCs. Well, yeah, yeah. okay. I, I saw it on Sportsnet's YouTube. <laughs> Same thing, really. Um, if Fleury does get picked by Vegas, I'm so getting a Golden Knights jersey with Fleury on it. How good to those? We've only seen a fraction of the new jersey. Is that a green? Is it a is it a London Golden Knights kind of green? Mm, it is, isn't it? I, I think it's. It I think it's really going to copy the London Knights um, design, and it it just yeah, it got me really excited because I was like, if I was like, oh, if that's the colours, because you know there was the rumours that the home jersey would be a bit more of like a like a blacky grey kind of colour, but I think they're going. It looks like a very dark green, and uh, oh man, it looks. I just by the tease, it looks so good. And so these teasers that have come out from Adidas Hockey, which sounds really weird to say, Adidas Hockey. Do you reckon now the Adidas of the NHL, there'll be some kind of All Blacks NHL crossover? I thought okay, I thought about this yesterday. So um, I've I've been a week at Crowd Goes Wild now, and I had my first shoot, uh, which was yesterday, and it was uh, doing interviews with a bunch of the All Blacks. And of course, the All Blacks are all they're covered head to toe in Adidas stuff. And then I was thinking about the Adidas hockey, and I was like, "Man, I was like, I wonder if we could work out some like crossovers here, especially when, um, you know, if the if the All Blacks keep doing this thing where they go to the USA to play a game uh, every year. I hope they don't just keep doing it in Chicago. They should try other cities. But I love the idea behind it. 
Um, so I really, I think it'd be awesome if we saw some kind of crossover between the All Blacks and like NHL teams. How good would a um, an All Blacks game against Canada at like BMO Field be? Oh, that would be so sick. <laughs> like that'd be. I wonder if I wonder if Canada responsible are uh, an Adidas team. But anyway, like how I. We'd probably do like a crossover podcast from from Toronto for that episode. Oh, how you if if the All Blacks went and played um, Canada uh, at BMO Field or you know somewhere else like that, I would so go. And I mean, we should both go, and we should try and convince our jobs to let us go. <laughs> might be a bit easier for you to convince your job. For me, it might be a bit of a stretch to try and get them to sign off on some because I can play. I can play tour guide. I'm like. They're like, oh, you could just send someone else. I'm like, yes, but I know the city. Exactly. <laughs> so if you haven't seen it already, uh, best place to go to see this is sportslogos.net. The wonderful Chris Creamer's amazing website. Also, just how good is that name? Chris Creamer. It's like a porn name. It does sound like a porn name. But <laughs> he is the, well, he, he provides us with hockey porn. Um, so Adidas have teased uh, all the teams they're going to get a slightly new look jersey. Now, I know you're already disappointed with this, Joe, because Anaheim is on that list and it looks like they're keeping with the duck feet. Yes, they are. They've got the duck duck feet logo. But, which you can but see. the bright side in that is that it's not orange. The jersey doesn't look like it's orange. No. So it'll be basically the same jersey that is currently being worn at home. Maybe they'll get rid of a bit of the orange... Those well, orange, weird orange and white stripes. Well, if no team, sh- if sleeves. no team has a third jersey next season, um, does that mean they scrap it completely? Like, which is an interesting move, I think, because when you watch a Ducks game, or if you go to a Ducks game, and I went went to one last year, um, a lot of people wore that jersey. It's a very popular jersey. So ugly. The one problem that I have with it, one problem I have with it is that the, that color orange, um, I mean, it's fine as like a little highlight thing, like as you currently see with the main, with the main jersey, but when it's the main color on some TVs, uh, I've seen, it looks like the same color as the Calgary Flames jersey. Yeah. It, it comes some, on some TVs, it comes across more red than orange, which is, you know, it's just part of it. But um, yeah, I think maybe we see the end of it. And now Arizona uh, is another team. I would say not much changes there because that jersey is fucking beautiful. Well, it's okay. It's no 90s car- uh, well, I mean, coyotes. Yeah, but as, as far as um, the current jer- crop of jerseys, it's in my top five. The interesting one for me is the Kings which look like they've got a new logo. Mm, I think it's I mod- modified of the current logo. Yeah. The Minnesota one looks like there's going to be a white stripe in the middle and um, they're going, they're getting rid of the, the, getting rid of that red jersey and they're going all green to sort of fit within their, um, the whole uh, wild, um, the Iowa uh, wild, you know, their home jersey is the green. I think they're trying to keep them very similar. Uh, obviously Detroit, you're not going to change very much. Um, I think most of the teams you, you're not going to see too much change. Buffalo I'm interested in seeing because I feel like Buffalo jerseys haven't been that great for a long time. No, no. And they've, um, apparently they're dropping the 
the buffalo. This got they've got that the grey underneath their sleeves. Mm. Apparently that's going. So they'll be basically just a full blue and yellow or gold or whatever. Look, kind of like that mid nineties, well, early nineties buffalo look before they went into the the grey, silver and black red, red. Look, yeah, which were pretty cool. The the as growing up as a kid, those are one of my favorite hockey jerseys. Um, now, of course, the Islanders and the Rangers, I don't think would change too much. All the all the uh, Devils, the, I, the Senators on that list too. But judging by the T's, probably not so much different. And I noticed it's still the Senator logo. I was a bit i I was kind of hoping, uh, you know, the Heritage Classic jersey with the stripes and just the, and the o. o. Yeah, I like that jersey better. I like that jersey way more, and I thought maybe they were going to replicate that with their home jersey, but it doesn't look like it. Uh, Flyers look relatively the same. Uh, Sharks as well, and the Blues. Tampa Bay, pretty much the same. Now Vancouver, I you can't see it in the tees. Like you can't see that, you know how with the current jersey you have the Vancouver, um, the wording. And I always thought that looked ugly. Like just get rid of the word Vancouver and just make the crest with the, with the whale bigger. Yeah. It looks at the top. There might be a V start of a V. I don't know. What does that look like to you? <laughs> This is a great uh, podcast. I, I know. I can't, I can't <laughs> see it. I, so I'm hoping that's what they do. And of course, I mean, I can't wait to see the Golden Knights jersey. Oh, yeah, um, the Capitals one, I doubt will be much different. And then, of course, the Jets one at the, from the tees doesn't really look any different. The one thing that I'm curious about with the Adidas is, are all the teams now going to have three stripes? Like the World Cup jerseys? Yeah. If you're Adidas, that's what you want. That's your branding. That's what you're known for globally as your um, your brand icon. Mm. You'd really want to get it in there, wouldn't you? I would think so. The one thing that makes me think otherwise is the Maple Leafs. And how the Maple Leafs aren't on the list of teams that are getting a New Jersey. Now, but the... Um, the confused, the thing that might confuse us here is that I guess technically it won't be in New Jersey. They're just adding an extra stripe. So, but would, would Adidas, so Adidas basically saying, okay, we've got, we've got all these New Jersey's, but maybe they're not actually really New Jersey's. They're just the same design and they've chucked a bit of like Adidas flavor into it. Yeah. Mm. Where's the Adidas logo going to be? Back of the neck? Uh, yeah, or, I yeah, I reckon I like the old starter ones where it was like down the bottom at the back mm. in the nineties. Because I know, well, NHL jerseys always got the NHL um, shield in the middle and the collar. Um, yeah, I think I think down the bottom looks good, but I guess maybe visually that's not so obvious. Well, you're not allowed to tuck your jerseys in anymore, so mm, maybe. maybe that's fair. Um, but I think. Yeah, because the Leafs right now they've got the two stripes on on the arm. Do they? Is a, does the third get added as the Adidas sponsors? Probably right. I mean, when you, when you look at most Adidas kind of jerseys, they do. Well, typically they're known to do that. Mm. They don't always do it. I think with the Super Rugby jerseys, do they do that? I'm they're not sure. Bit, There's no stripes on the All Blacks jerseys. Yeah, well, I mean, I mean, they tr- they're training jerseys and stuff. They yeah, are. There's like they're the everywhere. Purple. Um, but I guess an all blacks jersey, it's kind of 
hard to put something other than black on it. Oh, unless, unless there's like black stripes on it, but you just can't see it. I want a black Vegas Golden Knights training jersey. <laughs> okay. That would look sick. And I think uh, if when third jerseys do come back, maybe next season, I mean, not next season, but the season after, uh, maybe their third jersey will be like the home one, but be black. Um, but that Vegas jersey is definitely green. It is green. Oh, it's yeah. not black. It so is. green. And it's going to look so sexy. And if, yeah, like I said, if they pick Flurry, I'm so getting a Flurry Golden Knights jersey because I always wanted to get one of Flurry uh, with the Penguins. And I, ne- I never did. Um, it's kind of pointless now, <laughs> but I'm, I'm a huge Marc-Andre Fleury fan, so I'll definitely get one. Um, now after a week off, a boring, boring week off where it felt like we had, you know, there was just nothing to do. The NZHL is back and, uh, we, you know, the week two action, we, our predictions were right. We were, it, it was, it was good to finally make a correct prediction after the playoffs. Yeah. It was shocking for me. Yeah, and me too. <laughs> um, but yeah, the, the Admirals went for the sweep down Dunedin and the Red Devils and Botany split in Auckland. That uh, Saturday game must have been pretty exciting with the the overtime. It was 6-5 in the shootout mm. to the Red Devils. Can't say I saw it. I saw some of the third period where it was three. It was 4-4, then went to 5-5 and then shootout 6-5. <laughs> I saw you didn't get my joke there. Uh, <laughs> we, we won't get into that yet. We're going to wait a couple of weeks. Um, now, this week, uh, round three action, you've got the uh, Sky City Stampede are going to be in Dunedin uh, playing the Thunder. So, there's a bit of an Otago rivalry there. That'll, that'll be a good one, I think. Pray for Dunedin. That one. Pray for Dunedin. Well, I mean, currently, they're still repeating last season and sitting at the bottom of the table. But things could change. The Red Devils could go at the bottom of the table. Um, if Because uh, uh, right now, the well, obviously, the Red Devils are going to be here in Auckland playing the uh, West Auckland Admirals and who are currently undefeated and looking pretty good at the top. Yeah, top three scorers in the league is their <laughs> top line. <laughs> um, and yeah, the it's pretty hard when you have like your power play is, well, your second power play unit is an ice blacks power play yeah <laughs> it's quite that's quite hard for other teams penalty killers to deal with i know where well, you got you got hendo and you got ruddle and just nick set. craig yeah taylor rooney and uh dale harrop as your as your <laughs> second unit that is rough guys <laughs> i love this admirals team this year um yeah so what are your predictions for this round you think you can you think you can get it right this week uh, I reckon the the swarm will sweep in Dunedin. You mean the stampede? Stampede. The swarm sorry. have a bye. Swarm <laughs> have a spot. Um, so yeah, stampede will sweep in Dunedin, and then uh, I I can't see anyone. I can't see a travelling team beating the Admirals at home. Mm. There's going to be eels getting chucked on the ice. Oh god, <laughs> Rust, rusty anchor bottom is going to be so turned up. There's going to be yeah, there'll be eels chucked on the ice. So uh, I think a sweep for the Stampede and a sweep for the, the Admirals as well. I'm actually really gutted that neither of us can be at the Admirals game this weekend. 
You away with the Lions tour. I'm in. I'm in um, pungent Rotorua. <laughs> pungent Rotorua, and uh, one of my best friends from LA is actually going to be in the country. So I'll be out and about playing tourist. Have to go to Hobbiton, which, oh. as you know, I hate Lord of the Rings, but she's a huge fan. So we're taking her. Uh, I, I think I agree with you there. I th- the one thing we can maybe see is I think the Red Devils will try really hard to beat the animals. We may see one game. I reckon at least one of them is going to overtime. But I still think by the end of the... I mean, it's, it's not hard. They're sitting quite pretty at the moment. But they'll, I think the animals will still be at the top, top of the table at the uh, end of this week. Now, one thing that I want to talk about, I think you were quite a fan of, was um, our feature uh, on the West Auckland Admirals that went up on our Facebook earlier this week. Yeah, it's a um, great job by you producing that and uh, putting it together. Um, I just kind of awkwardly asked questions at some point. <laughs> um, but yeah, the Nick Henderson, uh, Rick Parry and Justin Daigle um, were kind enough to give us some time before the before the opening game. And we interviewed them in the uh, luxurious uh, media center <laughs> underneath the stand. At, uh, it was literally Avondale. the coach's corner. Yeah. Or like their office, team offices under the bleachers. Um, so, yeah, we just asked them some questions. You cut it into a really cool piece. Um, and we've got a lot of good feedback on it. It's been shared around a lot of places. And um, I think it's pretty cool. And... Hopefully, we'll be trying to do more of those. Now, I noticed the West Auckland Admirals haven't shared it well, yet. Come on, guys. It's yeah. your own team. I know. <laughs> Although, technically, um, I am an admin on the Admirals Facebook page purely to um, for the, like, the live streaming purposes. But uh, I, I don't want to be that guy and share it myself. <laughs> I'm doing that constantly on everything that I'm still admin on. <laughs> I've noticed that. <laughs> <laughs> I think I maybe I've got a bit more tech than you, Joe. But no, I'm just blatant pushing the brand. It's all about the brand. <laughs> I'm just trying to see if other people will push it, and and thankfully, you know, the guys like Tom Tappen who are looking after like social media for the NZI Child. Um, you know, he's he's looking out for us. He is pushing our stuff out there. So I I really appreciate that. Uh, yeah, I definitely want to do more, uh, features during the NZHL shell season, but you know, what should we do? I was, I think I definitely lining up, I'm trying to line something up with the animals imports. Yes. Uh, I've looked at some of the players that, um, TJ Batani has played with and just kind of gets me really excited, especially, uh, the caliber of players that he played with on the kitchen and Rangers. Holy shit. Like uh, any NHL alumni? Just a few. Nazem Kadri. Ooh. Are you going to go all Maple Leafs on him? No, I won't. Okay. But that was that was the top one. There's others, but um, that was the big one. But yeah, what I think I definitely want to do something with the Stampede when they're in town as well. Maybe maybe it can it can be like a um, a reaction to that Admirals feature because they're basically counting out every other team and saying we'll see the Stampede in the final. Yeah, pretty much. They've already picked it. <laughs> should we We should we just do a um, NBA season and just get rid of the rest of the season? And- nah. I mean, there's <laughs> only five teams, dude. Like, And it's it's a short season, you know. It's only three months. Um, maybe uh, let's wait and see. Let's see how, how much this league grows. But yeah, I think we should do one with the with the uh, stampede where they kind of call back to uh, the admirals and be like, "Oh, oh, that's really cute. You think you're going to meet us in the final?" And um, if you're any Swarm players listening to this and you want to 
you want to be part of a little feature, let us know. We'll come out to Botany and shoot it. <laughs> when the uh, maybe when the admirals go out and play. <laughs> oh, yeah, there. that's the one thing is. Um, uh, are we are we being biased towards one team? <laughs> <laughs> Certainly seems to be a lot of uh, Admirals content on there. And full disclosure, we are doing some stuff for them this season. But we can, uh, we, we we can also, be bought. We, we can be bought. We also do live in West Auckland, so it's just easier for us. Um, going all the way out to Botany is punishing, to say the least. Um, but there's a lot of awesome dudes on their team, so you know we can we can make the trip down the motorway, go visit our friends. Sounds school. like we're going from Toronto to Buffalo. <laughs> Pretty much, <laughs> yeah. It's kind of like that. It's kind of like that. Um, one quick thing uh, you might have seen as old Steve Dangle is going to be writing a book, an autobiography. Well, quite likely an autobiography of how a crazy man that yells at a camera uh, on YouTube made a living out of it. What will he talk about? Because he basically puts the re- every moment of his life on either audio or video. Yeah, I don't know. Um, but yeah, I, mean, I guess it's kind of how you can actually make a career out of... Doing that. Doing that and... So, I mean, it may be... I mean, a good read for maybe, um, you know, sort of like kids getting, you know, who are just starting out and looking to, you know, break into sports media. Um, Joe and I... Oh, I guess we're still kind of breaking into sports media. I've been breaking in for 30 years. <laughs> 30 years. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I am 47 years old. I mean, we're kind of the, uh, you know, we work for the underdogs. Um, but it's fun that way, I think. We get to have a lot of fun. Um, I'm You obviously get to have a lot of fun with ACC. I'm loving my new job. And um, yeah, things are pretty good. Once the Lions tour is out of way, out of the way, I think we'll be going. We'll go. We'll be going pretty damn hard on this podcast, I would say. Um, but we're going to have to wrap this up. Joe is going to have to rush off to work. I have to do the same. But uh, next week, we're going to do our fantasy draft for the expansion. We are, and I'm very, very looking forward to this. And maybe we'll have a special guest. We might have a special guest. I need to talk to him first. He listens to this podcast. So um, maybe multiple people will hear this and be like, oh, can I, is, is it me? Is it me? <laughs> so maybe I should wait and see if they approach us first. But I was looking up cheesy like effects and like countdown clocks because I think we need to set some rules like, you know, like the guests can kind of like moderate it and where um, we get 30 seconds to pick. And we'll we'll both pick. Like we'll we'll make two different teams. And then can we pick the same players though? We can, but I I think we won't always pick the same players. Okay, so you can be, you'll be the Vegas Golden Knights, and I'll be the Las Vegas Golden Knights. <laughs> Golden Knights. <laughs> or just the I can't even remember what some of the oh the the Desert Knights. Desert Knights. Yeah, La, you can be the Las Desert Knights. Las Vegas Desert Nights. Las Vegas Desert Nights. Um, all right, guys. Yeah, so Parkier Podcast. Follow us on uh, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Parkier Podcast. Spread the word. And yeah, share that video that we have up on our Facebook with the West Auckland Admirals. And uh, we'll be back next week with our fantasy special. Fantasy. Parkier. It's New Zealand's hockey podcast. Subscribe on iTunes, SoundCloud, or with your favorite podcatcher. Follow the guys on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Puck Here Podcast. Back here.